0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good
1: Minute Hummel podcast, and we got Robbie Hummel. i would known you since you were a kid. I could blow my knee out, both knees, and still kick your ass. We're trying to find the Robbie Hummel statue. I wanted to kill you. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Another episode of the Goodman and Hummel podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman here from beautiful Salt Lake City, Rob. And uh, you can't see it behind, but I'm, I'm right behind the Delta Center, where apparently uh, your career high at the Delta Center was uh, four points. Four points. No, it was more than that. It was definitely more than that.
2: I don't know what the exact number is, but it was definitely like eight we need a fact to fact check this. We need to fact I mean, check We this. could. I mean, basketball references is an incredible tool, so we could, we could definitely find that out. There's a hotel where we would stay. I'm blanking. It's like the Great American Hotel. It's okay. really nice in Salt Lake City. The chocolate chip cookies in the lobby are unbelievable. I swear to God, I would get like 10. And they'd always have them fresh made when the team would come in, and I would just crush
1: them. You're just trying to get me to go over there, eat about eight of them, and look even worse when I have to put that jersey on at the pump party. Come.
2: Uh, I know you haven't been working out, and now that you're on the grind, yeah, you're you're actually working this year. Uh, I I think that
1: it's going to be even worse for you. It's going to be tough without that t-shirt on underneath. It, it's it's going to be a tough look. Like there's going to be a lot of of people laughing when I walk into the pump party, not just because. I'm wearing your jersey, but because of of my lack of definition, because of how how
2: how little you've you've trained, you know, know. you just haven't readied yourself. That's that's well, a shame.
1: Charleston, and now I'm on the road. I'm 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 going to see about five coaches today, hopefully in Utah. I'm going to try to set the record. For seeing... Where where are you going? Where where are you going to to see? So I'm going to go up and 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 have lunch uh, here with Eric Duff, the head coach at Weber State. Um, then I'm going to drive down and see BYU practice uh they play baylor tomorrow i'll see scott drew saw him last night i'll go over and see utah valley todd phillips and then i'm gonna try to i I screwed up i thought craig smith and utah were on the road they actually have a week off i didn't realize i thought they were back-to-back games on the road but they have a week in between them so i'm sure they're here today so i'll try to get over and maybe see him uh later if i can but
2: i like craig smith he's always fun at at paxel media day Oh, he's, he's, he's always a good time to interview Yeah, he
1: ripped on me, I think,
2: right? Didn't he rip he on He did, me? yeah. He he but honestly, that was the sentiment at Pac Told Media Day. Everyone that that I interviewed either apologized that I have to work with you or just
1: blasted you. <laughs> it's yeah. either way. It should be an honor. I mean, it should be an honor for you to, to get this in the in the twilight mm-hmm. of my career to be able to work with me. It's like me working oh, with maybe. Bob Ryan. It's very similar to me. I feel it's more like
2: it's like what's what was that kicker that was it was like, it's like playing with Morton Anderson when he was like forty nine. That's well, he how I still feel, kick.
0: Literally.
2: He still made that's him he, like his last year. He wasn't making him anymore. Probably. Why would he stop know. if he was if he was still making him? He would have kicked when he was
1: fifty. Speaking of which, I just watched the Buffalo Bills thirty for thirty on the flight over. Uh I covered the Bills the last year of Andre Reed Thurman when they Thomas. lost
2: in three straight AFC titles. Four straight. Four straight. Four straight. straight. Yeah. Four straight. Yeah, that's it's good. That's a crazy story.
1: Crazy, crazy! Really, Weren good. weren't they down
2: like crazy big in, like thirty-four to three, and came back and
1: won? Was that the, in that was the, the division game? Yeah, that was Frank Reich in the in the AFC. Yeah, yeah, amazing! Yeah,
0: that's
1: right, probably that the was greatest a, comeback in NFL history. Um, yeah. Purdue did not put on the greatest comeback in uh, college basketball. Great segue against segue, Ohio yeah. State uh, with a interim coach, um, Jake Diebler, coaching the Buckeyes. Chris Holtman was fired last week. We'll talk a little bit maybe about that. Uh, here in a minute, but uh I want to know, are you ready finally? Are you finally ready to admit what I've been telling you for a month now? UConn is the best team in college basketball. Will you just say those words? Yeah, no, they're they're playing like the best team. Say the words. Repeat they're after playing me. Like, they're playing like the best team in no, college basketball. No, no. I want you to repeat after me. Right UConn now they're the best is, team in college basketball. This the season is a long entity.
2: Like you you can't just I mean, yeah, right now they're the best team. I I watched
1: they of the whole thing. No, no, no. I don't want to hear them. I don't want to hear they're the best team. I want a clippable thing right now where we can say Robbie Hummel said UConn is the best team in college basketball.
2: Just say it. All right, right, right now, UConn's the best team in college basketball.
1: There it is. There oh, it man, is. Hold on. My cat is doing what Monty. is Monty doing. Monty is he wants to play. Have to get down <laughs> you, you have no control in your household. <laughs> He gets no. over. I am glad he didn't exit out of the Zoom call. Monty just jumped on. Monty maybe, the cat. Maybe Monty doesn't like the uh, podcast. He I, thinks that I need a better partner. I think.
0: I think he wants. Um, no, U- want UConn to. is
1: is the best team.
2: They yeah. they are the best team. Um, now that can change. I. It's not like a a permanent uh, designation, but I, the way they beat Marquette, my goodness, I mean, oh, just rolled. That was a slaughter. Um, from the Purdue angle, you know that. They've won nine of ten. So, like when people are saying, "Should we be panicking?" You've won nine out of ten games. Right. The That's road is true. tough, right. and it it really is. I I think it's amazing that Zach Eady has probably in the last two years lost like what seven or eight games, or over the last three years they've lost ten games. I bet they've been had the court storm ten times on them, which is pretty wild. Um, but they, I don't think Purdue has been playing as well the last two weeks. You know, I I haven't felt like they've maybe oh, been Minnesota, the Minnesota
1: right. They struggled against. Yeah, they Minnesota, Minnesota, kind of. Kind of walked
2: through that game. The Indiana game, they didn't play well and still won by twenty. You so know, why?
1: They, they, what, what's what's your biggest issue? If you if you're worried about one thing about Purdue, obviously we're talking about going into tournament now. Because frankly, let's face well, it. Well, I think it. I know what it is. I think it's any any dynamic
2: guard. I, I worry about that. I mean, Bruce Thornton had, had 22 and kind of kept Ohio State in the game early when it looked like Purdue might blow it open. Think about, like, Boo Booey went for 30. Mark Sears went for 30. Uh, Caleb Love went for 30. Isn't that why that they got Lance Jones?
1: Isn't that why they got Lance Jones?
2: Yeah, but Lance Jones can only guard one guy. <laughs> you know, like, but, so, but shouldn't he be guarding that guy? I'm, I'm trying guy. to remember who Lance Jones guarded. Did he get Caleb Love? He might have been guarding Colin Boswell. Might maybe have. not maybe maybe that was Braden's. i can't remember at this point that was it feels like 10 yeah. years ago yes um but yeah i mean that's that's what he's out there to do and i think he's been pretty good in that role um i i was surprised they only got nine threes up that was that's impressive but they were three of, nine three of from nine? Three. three of nine from three i don't feel like Edie has been as efficient and he's still been really good like don't get me wrong i, I don't Star-Ops. think he's yeah, and he kept bringing the ball down, and, and Zed Key and those bigs just kept taking it from yep. the guards. You can yep. you allow those little guys to come in and and take the ball from you. Um, yeah, I I think that he's he's got to get back to the level that that we saw, um, and, and certainly they've been really good because they've made threes around him, you know. But I I do think my biggest concern is when you get a dynamic guard like a Mark Sears, like a Boo Booey, um, they have not been great at slowing those guys down.
1: I think part of my concern is Fletcher Lawyer lately.
2: Lawyer well, that, that too. That's, that's really a He really
1: struggled, here. and he can't disappear. Like, his bad games, Rob, are bad. His great he, games he's, are he's terrific. He's been like
2: that all year long. That's That's been like kind of – I mean, he had 28 on Tennessee. Think about that.
1: Yeah. How he's many guys against Arizona? Tennessee 28? And 28 Arizona. Right. So, here's my question to you. Is that something where you would, if you were paying? Would you be looking to try to get Fletcher Lawyer on track early? And again, yeah. you're, not, you're not looking to get 28 from him every night. No, I just think you want get, you like,
2: want consistent play. I mean, his last three games, he's one of six against Indiana, one of five against Minnesota, and he was one of seven against Ohio State. Right. So that's that's not yeah, it's not good enough. You know, and I, I think everybody knows why that. Why
1: don't coaches do that, Rob? Why don't they run? Like, you know, Zach Eady's going to get the ball. You're fine with Zach Eady, right? He's going to get his touches, okay? You know Braden Smith has the ball all the time. If I always say this about coaches. There's there's usually like one guy in on a team that you're like, you want to get going because he's kind of the key and he could be all or nothing. Wouldn't you be running something to try to get Fletcher Lawyer an easy look early in the game to get. Yeah,
2: and, and they do they do run some of that handoff action to get him to his right hand. Uh, they 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 do run some stuff for him, but he's got to make some. You know, he's got to make some shots. He's he's two of his last thirteen from two. You know, it's not like it's just he's bricking threes. He's not making twos either. Uh, but he that's a that's a big thing going forward. They they need him to be a factor, and if he's not going to be, you know, it's not like he's a great defender. You almost wondered, do you? And, and again, you don't want to crush Fletcher Lawyer's confidence by just benching him and trying to be like, well, we'll no. try Cam you, Heidi, or you, you need Fletcher Lawyer. Like, you, you need him, I think, to be a factor.
1: And uh, yeah, what's I, their best like lineup? Rob. To him. Rob, what's Purdue's best lineup out there, in your opinion? I know it differs depending on matchups for the other team, but overall, what's the lineup yeah. you want like the best for Purdue? Uh, Edie, Gillis,
2: Lance Jones, Braden Smith, and I—I I guess Flet- Fletcher when he's yeah. when he's going, and if yeah. not Fletcher, I guess Cam Heidi.
1: Yeah, I, I'm surprised Heidi hasn't gotten more time consistently throughout the year.
2: I, I really am. I mean, he's got a body. He guards. He can make a shot. He's he's a good piece. Yeah, I just felt but, like he could. But I think Fletcher gives you the high end, like 27. You have to keep coming back, 28 against or 27 against teams like Arizona and. Yeah. And Tennessee, I yeah, I I don't know, but I, I think Gillis gives them the best fit. And Mason Gillis has had a great year for Purdue. Um, Trey Coffin Run is different. You know, he's he's a beast on the offensive glass. Certain matchups, I think he's been really successful. Uh, but but I think they're the best five with with Gillis on the floor.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed.
2: Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
3: As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for the listeners and the viewers of the Field of 68 as we all get ready for the best month of the year, March Madness! If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, you can use the bonus code FIELD150 and you will get $150 in free bets on your first wager with BetMGM, regardless of whether or not you win that first bet. Here's the best part. All you need to do is deposit and bet $5 of your hard-earned money. This is how you make it work. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using the bonus code FIELD150. That's FIELD150. Deposit at least $5 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $150 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your bet. Just make sure you use that bonus code FIELD150 when you sign up. And remember... BetMGM is now available in one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient when I have to go cover games in Philly or New York, which happens quite a bit. When you cross state borders, you just log into your existing account and fire away. You don't have to create a new account in each state. It's easy, it's simple, and it's clean. And most importantly, we have some fun stuff coming up for the conference tournaments and for the NCAA tournament. Bet Insurance Tokens college hoops odds boost in my personal favor a nice little parlay boost here and there so download the bet mgm app and sign up today uh the yukon
1: huskies as you mentioned absolutely boat race marquette uh um, they they've now they've lost one game since i figure it's like mid-december they've won 14 straight right Right. In in a conference that again has some um the, the bottom has weight. some bad like DePaul, Georgetown, they yeah. they are not dead there, weight, but. dead weight at the bottom. But but again, listen, fourteen, you know, fourteen straight is still fourteen straight. Well, um, and they've only played DePaul, what, once in that stretch and George or
2: twice in that stretch in Georgetown, they've played those both teams argue. they've played twice. They played both those teams uh, yeah. twice. Can you
1: come season. back later, please? Thank you. <laughs> we got the
2: cat interrupting. we got housekeeping interrupting. this
1: is, a, this is, a, yeah, disjointed this is a podcast, podcast. shit you have a pot so far um uh, especially when you have to admit that UConn is the best team in the country
2: well they, they are right now
1: yeah. that is really tough but they don't have it's not that reasons. tough for
2: me you know it's not it's really not that tough they <laughs> they're playing great so I I can live with saying that
1: Here, here's my difference for UConn is there's no hole on the Huskies and I like their bench better Obviously we know they want it all too. So you've got a bunch of guys and Tristan Newton and Alex Caravan and Donna McClendon that, that have rings, right? So they've already done it. They've got that uh, kind of in the back of their mind that they've got that swagger. Um, yeah. I, I, I honestly think Stefan Castle has been the, the the kind of the guy that's, that's come in along with camp Spencer. I mean, camp Spencer has been awesome. Don't get me wrong. He could yep. be biggest player of the year, but castle just gives him something different at the highest end where, like Lance jo- Jones is solid for Purdue. Like Castle is unbelievable in terms of his upside. I think saying that Lance Jones is just solid is disrespectful to Lance Jones.
2: He this team has lost three games, Jeff. <laughs> like I know I know that they didn't play well the last game, but just saying he's solid and look, Steph Castle is really talented. He's probably going to be an NBA player in in four months. But I I think that Lance Jones is better than solid. I I totally disagree with you.
1: All right. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. He's better than solid. But I mean, Cos- we're
2: acting like Purdue has
1: lost four straight. They lost one game. So yeah, they did. They did. No, listen, I just think there's not a significant gap. But I think where we had them is like 1A and 1B before. I think now. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fine. But yeah. I think
2: that you've been hanging out on After Dark too much. You're you just that's hot take central here. you know what do you is mean? Lance Jones only solid? He's, right, been he's better than solid. Them. He's better than solid. You've been on I, after dark too much. You gotta have these hot takes. This is this is what you are now. I am not a hot take artist. I don't, I, know, I don't know about that.
1: Uh, I know about that. But I just I agree. Like, UConn's the best. Go they go are through the best it. team. Like go through it and you're like, okay, Newton, really good, solid. Cam Spencer, really good. Don't worry about him. Caravan, really good. Now all three of those can shoot the hell out of it too. Okay. You don't every time those guys shoot it, especially like Cam Spencer, you 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 think it's going in. There's nobody for Purdue you can say that. There's nobody, even though they're shooting. Which which team shoots a better percentage from three? I don't know, but which team in the NCAA tournament um, do you trust shooting? That's last last year, dude. I'm just
2: asking you a question. Which team has a better, I mean, Purdue is shooting 40% from three on the year. They're the fourth best shooting team. And you're trying to preach to me that UConn has these guys that never miss and their team shoots 36 all I mean, right. come, like some of the hyperbole here is wild. It really is. <laughs> you gotta look at the numbers. All right, all right, all right. I mean, UConn has great shooting. I'm not saying they don't, but when you're t- talking about how, oh my God, UConn, they shoot the ball so amazing, yet they're four percentage points worse than Purdue, Just, come on. Look
1: at, look at Hummel digging into his Ken Palm, digging in. To look at. I mean, oh. anyone that pays
2: $20 a freaking year can do it. So, uh, maybe you need to invest. You need to I invest know. in, uh, and, and having Bob, some knowledge instead Torvik. of just throwing oh, shit at the
1: wall. I live, I live on Torvik. Live on it. Can you only? Yeah, imagine? Torvik's
2: good too. They're both good.
1: Um, yeah, I just, I just don't. Again, I, I like their bench. I think they've got more definition with, with the roles. Um, the the big question is like, Clay, can he stay on the floor against Edie if they play against each other? It's still the matchup everybody wants to see um, in, in the national title game. It would be, it would be really fun. Again with the storylines, right? Think about that. Purdue, the story the Repeat versus
2: redemption, right? That's yes. what it would be. It would
1: the, be the brilliant. redemption yeah. against the back to back. I mean, it'd be amazing. And and A repeat the, against not, redemption. Right. Oh, I didn't hear you say repeat. No, yeah. Yeah.
2: It wasn't just the Purdue angle. I I
1: gave the UConn one as well. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Of you. Hey, going back to Ohio State quickly. Um, if if you are um if you're Ross Bjork, who's taken over as the AD and is going to make the call on this one, Gene Smith made the call to fire Holtman. Um, who who do you want? Who 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 would be? And I I mean I can give you a couple names here. I mean I think that the names are
2: pretty universal, right? I mean Sean Miller is going to be talked about. Yep. Greg McDermott is going to be talked about. Dusty May is going to be talked about. Uh, am I missing anybody else?
1: Um. Those are the main ones I think right now is, is you're looking at McDermott and Sean Miller probably. Yeah. Who, who do you – like if, if you were to pick between those two, who would you take?
2: Man, I mean, I think Sean Miller is a really good coach. But I think Greg McDermott, can, I, their offense is awesome to watch. Um, I'd be good with either. I mean, I think both would be good hires for Ohio State. I think McDermott in the Big Ten is incredibly interesting. You know, in a league that's so physical, to go with kind of the offense, the five out stuff they run, um, yeah, I, I don't think that there's a wrong answer, but I'd, I'd be really intrigued by Greg McDermott at Ohio State.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're right. If you are Ross Bjork and you can get one of those two, you are celebrating. You are no absolutely celebrating. They're one A and one B as far as you know for for my wish list, and you know, I think McDermott's probably a little more movable, but the key for both of them leaving their current spots. Is nil? What are you going to bring to the table for Ohio State nil-wise? Because Chris Holtman did not have a huge war chest. Um, but how
2: did they get such good recruiting? I mean, they they brought in talented top seventy-five freshmen. How are they getting that without nil?
1: I don't know if those guys were quite as in demand as they used to be. Right? No, that's true. But I also
2: yeah. kind of thought that they they were they had a plan to kind of not go the portal route and to go young.
1: Yep. And I just still figure you're not paying those 70... guys as much, Rob. You're not, you're yeah, not going to pay so a, top that you can 50, be... a top sure. 50 freshman compared to a top 10 transfer. No doubt. That's a lot less money. No, that's, that's very true. You know, those, those top 10 f- transfers. I mean, you're talking about, you know, anywhere from three to 500 grand. Yeah. You know, where a top 50 freshman, I don't know, a hundred grand, maybe. Somewhere yeah. Probably. There. Yep. So I bet Ohio state had a little over a million dollars to work with. That would be my guess in NIL. We we what never their football. What is their football team's budget? Probably twenty million, <laughs> probably more. That's, I don't that's know. insane. I don't know. They, yeah. they were behind, I think. Anyway, I think I think even their football was a little bit behind. But I'm sure they.
2: they yeah, it's been late to get there, but I think that they've right. they've found a way
1: to catch up. <laughs> so uh, I did a doubleheader on Saturday. Uh, we went to Texas AM, and Alabama. Uh, which was kind of a nondescript game, um, you know. We at were talking,
0: Bama, yeah, in at Texas
1: Bama. Mm-hmm. That was uh, an afternoon game, actually 11 a.m. local game, and uh, Texas A&M. Uh, they just—they're okay. They're okay. He plays three bags. Yeah. At the same time, I don't understand it. Wade Taylor—they well, try to just crush you in the glass. I mean, they and in they did. And they didn't yeah. crush Alabama in the glass. You need to. You need to almost double up teams on the glass. Yeah. Uh, if you're gonna play three bags. And Nate Oats did a great job on Wade Taylor, um, and he's got a good team, not a great team. I mean, they're they're right now in first place in the SEC, and I look they at play
2: them. a fun brand of basketball. I mean, they yeah. shoot a ton of threes, and they're yep. they're the analytics guru's dream, you know. But yeah, you know, a And awesome. the number one offensive rebounding team in the country, and that's that's what they have to do. If they don't do that, they're they're in trouble.
1: When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Uh, I've used LinkedIn many a times and listen, I'm not good at this stuff, but this is about as easy as it gets and uh, I found the right people as well. So it's been absolutely perfect for me. Uh, LinkedIn isn't just another job board. It has a vast network of more than a million professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. Does all that while making the process, like I said, so easy. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows the small businesses are wearing so many hats might not have the time or resources to hire. So LinkedIn, constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash good. That's linkedin.com slash good to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Mark Sears for Alabama is freaking awesome. I mean, he yeah, but he's not on the
2: he's not on the koozie list though. He I, he should be. He should be. No, he should be.
1: It's insane that he he's should. not. Like he he well, actually should is be trash. So maybe a top five team guard in the He's carried them. Like he is, and and watching him in person, it's really yeah, impressive awesome. because he's small, and you don't right. think he's got an extra gear, but yeah. he does. Like he can he can get to the basket. He's got that gear. He can shoot it from three. He can make people better. He's really good. They don't really do.
2: How talented was that
1: Ohio team? I know that he was young, but, Um, man, really good. they had a lot of good players. Yes. Um, So then we went to Kentucky Auburn, and we were expecting, you know, in the jungle at Neville, like, all right, this could get ugly the way Kentucky's been guarding lately. And it was kind of ugly. Kentucky pretty much led wire to wire. Auburn never truly threatened. You know, they cut it to five, and then Antonio Reeves hit a three, Reeves was unbelievable, made every big shot. But Kentucky held Auburn to, I think it was 59 points. 59 like, points, yes. Yeah, and they had just held Ole Miss to 63, and they guarded, and they got up in. That was a big difference. I thought they got up in Auburn's guards. And the other thing was it's a good matchup for Kentucky, Rob, because Auburn's guards can't really make plays one-on-one. They're not guys yeah. that are going to blow by you. They're small and they're not lightning quick, and they don't shoot it great. So, right. it, it kind of was a good matchup for Kentucky. Um, are you are you back now? Are you feeling pretty good about Kentucky again? Because I know you. I were mean, I'm, I'm all encouraged in.
2: that they they hold anybody to 59. You know, you look at box scores and you're like, well, another 90 point game where Kentucky gives up that many points. Um, I, I need
1: to see more of this, but I you got to see them in person. Is this sustainable for Kentucky? Well, again, I think part of it was matchups, that when you have a dynamic guard and, and they're, they're going against them, it just seems like they play the Ole defense a lot of times, and they just let guys go right by them. Uh, I think their manhood was questioned, and they heard it. And it's like, you know, people said it about you, right? You know, he can't guard, he can't guard, he can't guard.
2: They and did not say that about me.
1: Finally maybe in, the,
2: maybe in the NBA they said that, but I was a strong positional defender. So I know I, I said that in my right place. In
1: college. I know <laughs> I said he can't carve. Maybe you just weren't listening to me. But. but
2: you know what? That's That just shows me
1: that you, you maybe you just don't know the game that well. Maybe <laughs> you just don't know it that well. But, I, but I, I guess what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is if, and it's a little bit different now than when you play because Twitter and the social media universe wasn't what it is, but these Kentucky kids yeah. are seeing it on social no, media. No, I mean, you're hearing it every day. You're, you're hearing it every day. You can't guard you guys suck defensively. Yeah. Right. Were you more impressed with Kentucky or more disappointed in Auburn in watching this game? It's oh, a good question. Impressed with Kentucky. Definitely impressed, but also just when you saw Auburn in person, you're like, oh my God, Bruce Pearl has done an unbelievable job with this group, getting them to where they are right now, that they're you know a three, four seed, somewhere in that in that range. Amazing right. because they don't have, I mean. Denai Broom's good. He's good, but he's not like all world good. Like the the talent gap, Rob, was incredible to watch between Kentucky yeah. and Auburn on the court. Incredible. Right. But I listen, the 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 most entertaining part was like post game. Because Cal. Yeah, uh, was was that was that maybe uh to you? I don't know. Everybody says it was. I was videoing it because he started his rant. And normally I don't video a post game. But I was like, oh man, this is gonna be fun. He started talking about, you know, don't go after my players. But that was my me.
2: question. Who's gone after any of his
1: players other than so oh. they don't guard? I mean, that's a fact. I mean, as a like, team right, nobody singled out a player and said, like, he's not guarding. He's the problem. It's it's a team thing where if you're giving up ninety three, a hundred points. I mean that. The, yeah, we're gonna the Bosch score can tell you they don't guard. Yes. <laughs> you don't even have to watch the game and you can see that their defense has been bad. I was just shocked that he didn't come out and do what most coaches would have done after that game. But he's Cal. He's always got kind of well, a and, and say what?
2: Like, yo, we can build on this. This is this is a step yes. forward.
1: Yeah. Like, hey, that was a great performance. I'm really proud of these kids, and they've they've made a lot of progress in the last did he went
2: so. on the offensive at Jeff. Totally.
1: Goodman. And it's like you're puffing your chest out when you haven't, gone, you haven't done anything in the tournament in four years instead of being humble. And then he goes on to his rant of like, well, guys, I got to go because I'm flying to Indianapolis to watch our record-setting number of NBA All-Stars. Like, dude, come on. Enough. Do you think the
2: Kentucky fans were hyped to hear that?
1: <laughs> I'm I don't sure know. that
2: made their – but you know what? When you win, you can it's, – it's more uh,
1: tolerable to hear that type of statement. At oh. least they didn't lose and he said he was going to do that. That would have been really awesome. bad. Well, that's the thing right now. The Kentucky fans were like, you know, two they're they're up. And then two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they're like, This team sucks. We suck. And now they're back again. Yeah. They're feeling yeah. good. So, you know, we'll see where they go, but certainly they look like a team that can make some noise. That's they a big guard. game next Saturday. Alabama at home. Yeah. That's that's a if big If They one discard they don't have to do that every game. Cause again, Alabama's a little bit they're more dynamic. They're, they're more dynamic. Like than, they're gonna than And remember, you know, Jalen Williams got hurt in that game. Luckily he's not out for the season. Um, You know, the other thing with Kentucky Rob that I thought was important was the kid on Yensu played like 30 plus minutes and Trey Mitchell was hurt again. And defensively he's so much better because he gives you a shot blocker. He gives you a guy that can clean, clean up some of their mistakes. I would be playing him 28 minutes, every game from here on out, big Z wouldn't see the floor. Aaron Bradshaw played like three the hype of Big Z has patterned oh, so- out.
2: It's definitely the 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 debut was impressive. I He's always say.
1: gonna have the debut, Rob. Always you can't that's take it through. I mean,
2: that's that's high level stuff for him. He came out guns blazing. Um I will I, I thought it was funny just in reading some stuff about the the Kentucky Auburn game, all I saw was about how both fan bases, more so Auburn, but they thought the game was officiated in like the most horrible way. That's, That's every fan base you see now. anymore. Every fan base. they lose. Game. The game was a tragedy, Ref show. And then I saw a clip of, I think it was where uh, Jalen Williams got hurt. He went up yeah. to dunk that. Yep. Dude, the, the defender goes vertical. Jalen Williams hits this dude right in the face with his off arm. And then there is some, but it's like. And this Auburn fan is just like, this is a clear foul. And all I thought was, this is definitely an offensive foul.
1: It's amazing.
2: I, I just, it it blows me away. Every game you watch, every game you do, the losing team, it's never, oh, well, we gave up 20 offensive rebounds, or, oh, we went two of 30 from three, or, oh, we, we did this. You know, it's, it's always the ref screwed us. And that has to just be exhausting for for everybody.
1: I am so sick of hearing that. But that's all you hear. It's all you we do. hear now. You do. Hey, you saw Illinois this weekend. Uh, give me your take kind of where they're at now, Rob, now that they've had three weeks or so with Terrence yeah. Shannon back. Like, do you feel much better? And, and you can also break down Coleman Hawkins' uh, social media game if you'd like as well. That's an interesting uh, thing there. Um, <laughs> I,
2: I I think uh, – I, I like Illinois. You know, I, I think that they're kind of finding their way with Shannon back in the lineup. He was Phenomenal uh, in the in the win at Maryland. They still do some things late game that make you really scratch your head. And, and I'll I I come back to the game in Northwestern. Think about the way they imploded late against Nebraska. Uh, there's a couple others where they have not. Cl- oh, Michigan State. The Michigan State game. They go from up six or seven to down five in in the matter of like two and a half minutes. So oh, there there's still some late game things. And there was a play that swung the game. Coleman Hawkins saved a ball. Through, like, think about when you were playing 500 as a kid, and you throw a pass, and he throws it back towards Maryland's basket to half court. It gets stolen, and Marcus Damas makes just an incredible play. Hawkins goes. I think when he saved it, he fell down, so he gets back up. Damas gets the stop. They throw it down four point swing and and a five point swing. It was an and one. So that kind of changed. That that was the game there. Play the game, and. You know, that's that could have went the yeah. other way easily. You save the ball going to the other end where Jameer Young could have easily scored that, and maybe it's lose. catastrophic. Maybe yeah. You maybe lose the game. Um, so there's still some late-game things. I still think they need to guard better. They have not been as they, – they just aren't sound scouting report-wise. They mess things up where you're like, that That can't be what the plan is, right? Um, but I like their talent, man. I, I think – and Damask is a really good player. Shannon has – has just been a beast here. I mean, it's been 30 point games and, and the not way he played Shooting it
1: like he did before his success.
2: He made five, he made right. five against Michigan. Um, I'm trying to he yeah, he was one for seven against, but he had twenty seven points. I mean he he was he got to the line sixteen times. In transition, he's just a monster. You know, yeah. He he just the rules are set up to where it's gonna probably either be a foul or a basket every time. Um
3: but, yeah, think, a good okay. win. A place
2: they haven't won. They haven't won there since 2011.
3: There is nothing in sports better than the heart of the college basketball season, which is why I need to tell you guys about our partners – over at Rhythm. If you're into sports betting, you need Rhythm, the place for data-backed props and picks. For those that are unfamiliar, Rhythm, spelled R-I-T-H-M-M, is the go-to mobile app for player props and game picks. Backed by AI predictive models, Rhythm helps you make smarter and faster betting decisions across all sports, but particularly college hoops, where there are as many as 150 games a day during conference play many of which have softer lines at BetMGM than you'll find in the NFL or the NBA. With Rhythm, you get data-backed picks for every Division One game every day. Users get free picks daily with the ability to upgrade to unlimited access. And for those of you already using modeling, you can build custom sports betting models within the Rhythm app itself. I am a Rhythm user, and I found that I've been a better better when I focus on lines where my gut, and Rhythm's modeling are aligned. When I think UConn can cover on the road against Butler and Rhythm backs that up, we fire. But Rhythm also helps lead you to plays that you didn't know you needed to make. Like, for example, when the data says bet the over in UMass Lowell versus New Hampshire because you have a 61% edge on that line, you bet the over and you bink. So if you want to increase your edge and win more bets, go to the link in the description below and download Rhythm Today. That's R-I-T-H-M-M, the place for data-backed props and picks.
1: So are, are you in with, are you now, because again, you know, my biggest question has always been point guard. Point
2: guard, Yeah.
1: Like, are, where are you with that? And, and how far has Ty Rogers come? since the beginning of the season do you feel better about that like are you are you ready to tell me hey you're out of your mind here
2: um no ty rogers has has played well you know he's kind of like fluctuated in what he's he's had games where he's just unbelievable rebounding he's had games where he scored he's had games where he's only played eight minutes you know he's kind of up and down Their their lineup is fascinating right now because rogers minutes fluctuate luke goody has gone from starting to playing uh, he played nine minutes at maryland uh justin Harmon gave good minutes and he struggled i i still that's a concern to me i I mean it's a non-traditional team they've they've had times where it's fine they've had times where i think you could maybe blame the late game struggles on the fact that they don't have a traditional point guard to get them into things um but i think they're talented and I, I think they've got guards that can go, and that, that can take you a long way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've come around on them. Um,
2: yeah, you were saying I, they weren't going to make the tournament for a while.
1: I said if they didn't have Shannon, they they would. If you sure. took the body of work without Terrence Shannon for the rest of the season, if he didn't come, come back, they would have been a, a fringe tournament team. That's but they I, also did a pretty good job without him they I, they but, did a
2: pretty i mean they what they lost at purdue they had a big they win against North, they beat northwestern by a million right. they beat michigan state they they still had some good wins without him
1: yeah again i think they would have been 500 ish in the league without him if you had gone through the the entire big 10 slate so maybe a, maybe a game or two above well that's right now if you say that about any team in the big 10 Unless you know That's the true. Deal.
2: And and the Florida Atlantic win looks kinda worse by the day. And they didn't none of their other wins were all that impressive in the non conference.
1: Uh last thing before we go. Uh Indiana loses another one at home. This one to Northwestern uh without Barry. And I think they, they played a walk on a ton of minutes. You would know this better than me for Northwestern. I didn't see the game.
2: Not a ton. Blake's Blake Smith played thirteen minutes. He's he has to play now. Um, you know so he,
1: I I mean, how embarrassing
2: has it gotten right now in Bloomington? (laughs) Well, I just, like, if they could have given the effort they gave at the end of the game, the game took forever to finish. And and I thought that they were kind of more effective at the end offensively because they played a a lineup with more of four guards. You know, you have Mbako at the four. uh, Renew was not good. He he did not play well. And then he fouled
1: out. And he can't guard at all, Rob. He, he honestly yeah. defensively, he's such a liability. Whatever he gives you offensively, he's got to right. get better defensively next year. Has
2: to. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Um, they just they're not well put together. Their guards aren't good enough. They they don't defend well. They they just they just aren't very good. I think that's just what this comes down to. And and credit Chris Collins, because losing Barry and they could have won at Rutgers and they do win at Indiana is pretty incredible. And Blake yeah, Smith,
1: they, they, they got a chance. Blake
2: Smith hit. I, I did the game for Northwestern. Who was the the first game after Barry was in was hurt? He got hurt in the no. Penn, I did the Penn State game. Yeah. Blake Smith had played ten seconds all year, and he played thirteen minutes at Assembly Hall. Think about that. That that's pretty amazing. Chris Collins has done a phenomenal job. I, I, wow. It looks like they're going to make the tournament, and yeah. without and they he had done a great job with the team leading up to the to the Barry injury. Yeah. But the way that he's kind of wheeled and dealed here, Matthew Nicholson was great. He was great in that game. He he <laughs> he made some really big plays. Yeah. But yeah, Indiana's just not very good. I think that that's what it comes down to. They they don't make winning plays. Defensively, they're not very good. They play a lineup that is really not effective in in today's college basketball landscape.
1: They're they're not a good team. I'll see them. Not the men's team. I'm gonna go out to Bloomington later this week to see the good team the women's team Thursday when Caitlin Clark comes to town. But I got a great, great three days coming up, Rob. Think about this. San Diego State at Utah State tomorrow. That'll okay? be good. Damn, Utah State's like, great, I, great atmosphere, right? I get, I've get. i never been there. Like, I'm dying to go to the Spectrum. Like, die. Like, and again, I heard they hate each other. San Diego State and Utah State, fans, like, their, their programs hate each other. I don't know why. I, I, I'm going to find out. And then I'm going to go to Colorado State at New Mexico Wednesday. Never been to it. Nice. So that'll be awesome. Again, yeah. those are four, probably the top four teams in the Mountain West. And then go mm-hmm. see Caitlin Clark if I make it. I got a tight, a tight layover in Dallas. Ooh. Look I'm at you out. though
2: with the Mountain West. You were at Mountain West Media Day. That's yeah. where my accuracy yeah. with the pen throw was on the that slide was like across, you claim to across fame the
1: ballroom. The best, the best throw you've ever had. Pass. I don't know what we call that, but That might have been the most on-target you've ever been. I mean, it was just, if
2: I wanted to drop that pen in your lap from 30 feet, it was 30 (laughs) yards. 30 yards. Too bad you can't hit a 30-foot putt. Well, you know what? We'll
1: We'll see see soon enough, won't we? We'll see this summer. Uh, Scottsdale, here we come. Seven weeks, Rob. Seven weeks from today. Yeah. Seven weeks from feels. Part of me feels
2: like this season has flown by, and part of me feels like this is just like December feels like a year ago. Yeah, it does. Uh, Some of those games in December. That Purdue Arizona game. I know that feels like a life season, season.
1: right? The game that is going to forever live in the history of embarrassment uh, for me. Betting that game, betting history, betting lore. (laughs) It's all right. Next year, we got to get Zach Edey off to the NBA. That's the key, right? Like I got to get him off to the NBA, and then I'm going to get revenge. We're going to have payback next year when those two teams play again. So we'll see. Right, we'll see. Thanks for joining us, Goodman and Hummel Podcast. Hope Monty really uh, enjoyed it. He was on his best behavior for the last half of the pod. So that yes. was nice of him. Go, go, go give Monty some time. All right. Go give Monty some time. He deserves it. it here. Give him some, I don't know. What do you give him? Kibble? What do you give cats? He likes these things
2: called churros. They're like yogurts for cats. Ooh very
1: nice very nice. he's a blessed cat he totally is <laughs> oh yeah so blessed he never sees you how many days you're gone like I'm road. an absentee father well his mother spoils <laughs> him to death so he's right. fine okay good I'm, I'm glad somebody does because you are kind of an absentee dad I'm worried about Only you in the winter time I'm worried about Only you in the winter alright but he's no. always happy see to see you see you next me. week Good Minute Humble 5 Good Minute Humble podcast and we got Robbie Humble. I've known you since you were a kid I could blow my knee out both eats and still kick your ass. We're trying to find the Robbie Hummel statue. I wanted to kill you. <laughs>